the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Praise Him. We thank God for answered prayer. We thank God that all the prayers that have been placed at the altar of God, He's working out every situation. We thank Him that He's already in tomorrow. We thank Him that He's already in this evening. He's way ahead of us. He's thousands and thousands of years ahead of us. Oh, what an awesome God that we serve. And we bless His holy name this morning. Oh, we thank God that as we pray that what we speak comes into fruition. If you're praying for something and God has not fulfilled your prayer request, just wait on him. I caution you, wait on God. Oh, he's awesome. He's a good, good daddy and an amazing father. And he fulfills the prayer request of the children of God. We thank God for our advocate. We thank God for our helper, Lord. We thank him that in difficult situations, some that seem unbearable, beyond our ability to deal with, in those situations, he is there. We thank him that when we call upon him, he accomplished the things that we can't see, we can't even imagine. He goes beyond what we have answered. No matter how impossible a circumstance may seem, a helper will come to our aid. But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. John 15 and 26. Jesus' disciples themselves, they were facing the fact that he would soon go. He wanted them to understand what was coming. Now, he knew, he knew that he had to go. And he wanted them to have some understanding of his leaving. But he also knew that they were going to be persecuted. He told them, you're going to be thrown into prison. And he told them that it would be for his name's sake. But they would not be alone. He promised to send the comforter. He promised that there would be one beside them, a helper, the one who is called to one side, a helper from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called to your side by the Heavenly Father. He is placed in there. No matter what the circumstance is, the Holy Spirit is your helper. 
He's always there to assist, to enable, to strengthen us. Oh, he causes us to feel strong when we would have felt weak. When we face any attack of the enemy, he is the one within us. The spirit rises up in the midst of a trial. He brings us faith and strength, and we overcome. We overcome, and we just thank the Father for what he is doing. When we feel weak, he's still strong. We thank God for the enabler. God wants the children of God to come into a place where they always know that he is there. It doesn't mean the trials won't seem difficult. It doesn't mean you're not in a fire seven times hotter. But what it does mean is there's one in there with the face of an angel. He's come alongside you. Take that in, children of God. Oh, bless his holy name. There's no such thing as being really alone. Not the children of God. They're never alone. And then the Father's eyes move to and fro as he watches the earth and looks for the one that he could show himself strong to. And I'm convinced that he saw you. He saw you and chose you and said, aha, I can show myself strong to this one. This one will receive it and know that it's me and will acknowledge that it's me. The one called alongside specifically to help. Bless his holy name. He will strengthen you, reinforce you with his mighty power in the inner man, the Holy Spirit, and dwelling in you and the innermost part of your being and personality. Ephesians 3 and 16. He's your helper. He will teach you. He'll fill you with understanding. Paul made it clear that God's word cannot be taught by human wisdom, but it's taught by the Holy Spirit. He reveals truth to believers. And when we receive that he is not of the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is of God, so that we may understand what God has given us. That's 1 Corinthians 2 and 12. By the presence of your Holy Spirit, Bring the children of God into a new understanding that your Holy Spirit stands right beside them. He's the one who's called to come alongside. Oh, we bless your name this morning. We are so gifted. We are so blessed. Is your head down? Well, God wants to lift up your head this morning. You are blessed by God, empowered by his Holy Spirit. You have the one that's called to come alongside and to walk with you along the way, ensuring your success. That's what he's there for. He's not just there, you know, feel a warm, fuzzy, feel some company beside you. He is there to ensure your success. I'm excited this morning. That's what he's there for, to make sure that you take the victory, child of God. And so it's so very important that we align ourselves with the Holy Spirit. I could say it every day and it won't be enough. But the carnal nature, the fleshly nature is destroyed by the fire of the Holy Spirit. So not only does he come alongside you, but his presence within you. As you read the word of God, you are kindling the fire. You are throwing logs on the fire. You ever throw a log on the fire and watch that fire, you know, 
blaze up, just rise up. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. This is out of control. That's what's going to happen with the Holy Spirit during this year of the passion for you. As you read the word of God, you are kindling the fire. He's going to rise up and he'll overtake you. He will overtake you. Now, when we talk about being able to speak and what we speak manifesting before our very eyes, God wants the children to understand how this happens. See, it happens when you're speaking under the anointing. One day I was speaking, and the Holy Spirit said to me, I'm backing you up. What was he saying to me? He was saying, when you speak that over them, it's going to take place because I'm backing you up. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to manifest it for them because I am backing you up. It doesn't get any more powerful than that, children of God, for the Holy Spirit to back you up in what you're saying. Bless his holy name. God is raising up a people. They are fully in invested in the word of God. When you are fully invested in the word of God, you live pleasing to the spirit of God. You are aligning yourself with the Holy Spirit. He will back you up in what you are saying and what you are speaking will manifest in the lives that you are speaking over and speaking over your finances and over your debt. And a lady told me yesterday, she said, my debt is melting away. Oh, really? My debt is melting away. Oh, bless his holy name. This morning, God's doing a new thing in your life. He is unstoppable. Oh, Father, we thank you this morning. Let the living waters flow over the children of God. These are the ones, Lord, that are invested in your word. They've made a commitment. They're going to read through the word of God in one year. They're going to strive to keep up with you, Lord. You're traveling awfully fast in this ministry, Lord. And we bless your holy name this morning, Father. We want to commit our hearts to you that everything we do, will involve you. Everything that we do, our hands this year will serve you as never before. Our mouths will praise you this year as we have never praised you before. We will make your name glorious to all nations as never before. Oh, Father, bless the hands that serve you, oh God. Bless the feet. They come in peace and bring the tidings. Oh, we bless your name. This morning, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, let the living waters overtake our souls. And any stony place in our hearts make it flesh. This morning, Father, don't let anyone walk away with an unchanged heart that I requested of your master this morning. If I be a servant, Lord, do surgery on the hearts of the children of God this morning. Change lives this morning, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus and Holy Spirit move this morning as you have never moved before. Come in like a flood and overtake the children of God. Meet every need exceedingly and abundantly above their expectations, Father. Be the judge in the courtroom, Father. Be the lawyer at the bench this morning, Father. Be the banker in the bank this morning. Be the doctor that does surgery this morning. Be the husband, Lord God, that's loyal, Lord, and obedient to your word, Father. Oh, Father, be
be the wife this morning as humble in humility before the head of the house, Lord Father. Be the husband, Lord, to the woman that doesn't have a husband this morning, Lord God, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, be a healer and a deliverer this morning, Lord. Be everything that you already are to the children of God. May it come forth and manifest in their life, Father. Meet them right where they are at their place of need. Oh, Father, do exceedingly and abundantly above what they're hoping or asking for through Christ Jesus. Father, close loans this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, Father. Bring property into their hands in the mighty name of Jesus. Build cities, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give the children of God power from on high, Lord God. Power from on high. Oh, we bless your holy name this morning. Whenever we come to Mount Zion to meet you, oh God, you meet us. <laughs> oh, we bless you this morning for empowering the children of God, Lord. Oh, we thank you this morning for our helper, our enabler, Lord God, Father. I thank you for canceling debt this morning. Debt is bondage, Father, and we don't deserve to be in bondage. It's time that the children of God, every one of them, live debt-free. Oh, we bless your holy name this morning, Father. It's time for the children of God to come out of debt. Oh, we bless your holy name. It's time that we fired the banker over the mortgage, Lord. It's time that he was dismissed, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. It's time that the title company hand over the title to the car. Oh, we bless your holy name this morning, Father. But thou art great, O oh God. It's time that the children were obedient and came into the house of God. It's time, Lord. Oh, we bless your holy name this morning for what you are doing for the children of God. We bless you, Lord, the ones that have come into the covenant promise under the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Father. Thou art great, Lord, and we bless your holy name. I speak abundance over your life. I speak that you are prosperous spiritually and unstoppable through your prayer. I speak that you're walking in a communion relationship with God that you have never known before. I speak that wisdom and revelation belongs unto you. Oh, we bless your name this morning, Lord. You said we haven't seen anything yet, and, and I can tell why, because you're doing a new thing. We bless your holy name, Father. Oh, Lord, let the living waters, may it overtake every soul. The power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, increase the anointing on their lives, oh God. Increase the anointing. Touch them from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet, Lord, increase the anointing. If I be your servant, Lord, I pray for increase. This morning, oh God, I pray, Heavenly Father, open the heavens and release, Lord, the power, Lord God, Father, for increase, Lord. We bless you this morning and we thank you, Lord, Father. There's none like you. Other gods are just idols. They're useless. There's none like you, oh, Father. Oh, we bless your name. 
this morning, Lord, and we thank you for the covenant promise, Lord God, Father. We thank you that you never break your word, Lord. We bless you this morning, and we thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We bless this holy name. We've been talking about the covenant that covers every area of your life. God's covenant with you, the covenant, it uncovers, it brings forth his destiny for you, his desire for you. The covenant gives you a picture of what his plan is for our lives. The covenant is based upon the love of a father. This love is to draw us unto him. They shall be my people and I shall be their God. Now watch this please if you will. We are of one heart. God's plan is to draw all people unto him. So by doing that He makes us of one heart. Watch the church, I prophesy to you. The church that God is raising up, they don't have competition. Watch what happens. We talked about this a bit once before, but watch what happens in the remnant church. They will not compete with one another with what you see right now. There's a lot of competition. It won't even be in the individual church. When the disciples establish the church, they love one another. And the Bible says that none of them went without So they shared what they had in the body. They loved one another. They did not compete with one another. If something unpleasant, if there was something, some uh, disruption among them, one came in and it was quickly resolved among them, you know. And maybe one ran off and, you know, whatever, did this or that for a little bit. We'll talk about that one day. But it was resolved. But it's going to be even better than what was established before. The remnant that God is raising up, watch, you will not see competition. You will not see division. You will not see backbiting and gossiping. You will not see this in the church that God is raising up. You're going to see a church that loves and is devoted not only to God but to one another. The church that's coming forth understands unity. They understand unity. God wants his people to understand the power of one spirit. And so he made us of one heart. We all have the same heart. He drew us unto himself and he gave all of us the same heart by giving us his Holy Spirit. Now, this is part of his divine plan. Remember, God always has a purpose for everything that he does. And so he's looking way down the hallway of time. And God knows the power in the individual. But what if you bring them all together as one? He knows how he's made us. And so to truly be powerful, they must have the same heart. This heart has a holy reverence for him. This is the way God made. This is his divine plan, and the covenant reveals this, that for us to be of one heart and for us to have the, the heart that loves him as they come into a oneness together, this heart has holy reverence for him. Even on the individual basis, this person that is walking in the covenant, they're drawn by him, and they have holy reverence for him, a love to serve him. This prevents them from turning away. God created with a purpose two covenants, and these two covenants are established to draw us to him in a covenant relationship. Oh, it's getting deep right now. On Mount Sinai, God established the old covenant, and the old covenant is necessary for the new covenant to be established. But I will say this quickly. He established the old covenant on Mount Sinai, and on Calvary, he established the new covenant. And on Pentecost, he fulfilled the new covenant. 
Galatians 4, 22 to 26 and 31, if you would like to follow me there. I'm in the New Testament. Paul makes it clear about the covenant. He says this, for it is written that Abraham had two sons. One was by the bondwoman and one by the free woman. But the son by the bondwoman was born according to the flesh and the son by the free woman through the promise. Now, it's drawing an analogy here. Speaking of these women, he's talking about two covenants, one proceeding from Mount Sinai, bearing children who are to be slaves, who is Hagar. Now, this Hagar is Mount Sinai and corresponds to the present Jerusalem. For she is in slavery with her children, but Jerusalem above is free. She is our mother. So then, brethren, we are not children of a bondswoman, but of the free woman. Galatians 4, 22, 26, and then verse 31. What is he talking about? He's speaking about the two covenants that Paul is comparing the old covenant and the new covenant, the old covenant, which was dependent upon the flesh and the will of man. It's by the slave woman, the new covenant by the free woman. He compared it to Isaac. It's based upon faith. And we're talking about the child of Sarah, which is based. Let me, and then we go back Isaac. Okay. So yes, of Abraham. So it's based upon faith and it's based upon the power of the Holy spirit. Every covenant has two parties involved. The foundation on the covenant depends upon both parties remaining faithful to what has been agreed upon. The old covenant was established with Israel, but it was dependent upon man's obedience to the law. He revealed the law and his commandments through Moses when he told him, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you that it may be well with you, Jeremiah 7 and 23. It was impossible in the sinful nature that the people were in to obey all the commandments that he had given them. Even before Moses came down from Mount Sinai, they were already sinning. The Israelites turned away from God. They turned away from the Almighty, and they were worshiping a golden calf. Israel disobeyed the covenant with God, and the covenant of God, then it was broken. It was broken because of disobedience. And so because they were disobedient, what happened? They reaped the curse that was pronounced because of disobedience. Through their disobedience, they limited the Holy One of Israel. Psalm 78 and 1. The new covenant comes forth. I wish I could go. I'm watching the clock go further into the new covenant, but I'm going to slow down right here today. We're going to talk about the two covenants a bit more, either this evening or tomorrow. We'll go further. And so that you have a a solid foundation, you know what you're standing upon. Remember, though, take this away today. The covenant, its strength, its power for you is in the agreement. There's an agreement between you and God. You hold the paper. You've got it in your hand. You have the covenant promise in your hand. It's backed by his power. That covenant shows that you have a part in the covenant. Covenant is an agreement between two parties. It's an agreement. And if we walk in our part of the agreement, the covenant will perform all the promises will be established in your life, and you will taste and see that the Lord is good. I pray something that's been said this morning and has taken you further into the Word of God. Praise Him. Thank you, Mother Valerie, for that word. It was very powerful. Thank you for that prayer. 
Oh, praise Him. Mm-hmm. It is active in your life. Mm-hmm. Praise His holy name. Mm-hmm. Expect good things. Thank praise you. Him. God mm-hmm. bless you. You're growing in the Word. Growing in the Word. You have a passion for the Word then, and it'll be fulfilled in your life. Bless His holy mm-hmm. name. Oh, we bless you this morning, Father, for Thou art great, O oh God, Thou art great. Praise your mm-hmm. holy name. Oh, I thank God for what He's doing in this family. I thank God that we are right here in this Passover season. Bless his holy name. Bless you. He's erasing debt. Thank God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I thank you this morning. God bless you. Praise him. Uh, the prayer just just it gives you just the different feelings all over. So praise God. Thank you. Thank you. And thank everyone for being here and uh, being with us and praying together for all the prayers that we pray today and the and the blessings that we gave to the Lord. So we thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed day. And we will be back this evening with a message from our Lord. Have a glorious day in the Lord, family. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 530. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.